right in three, two, one, hit it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is your Pro Wrestling Week in Review. I want to say thank you for listening. If you just found, the, found us on the interwebs, Google us at the KF Podcast. We'll show up on your favorite uh, social media platform and podcast catcher. Uh, check us out. We also do a pop culture week in review where we talk, break down everything that's happening in the world of pop culture. But this is wrestling. We talk all things wrestling for the next 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, and we have a breaking news story. Well, not too pre breaking, but it's from this week. Uh, Headline news story here. Um, Andrade and the WWE have parted ways. Yeah. Um, he asked for his release. Apparently, from what I'm hearing from some other sources, is that he asked for his release, um, and Charlotte threatened, like, to quit or to, like, not wrestle or something if they didn't grant it to him. So they grant it to him, and he doesn't even have the 90-day non-compete clause. See, I heard that he does have that. But, but I understand he doesn't have that. Wow. Wow. That he's out, and um, it was, like, her and Ric Flair... We both kind of like went to them on it, and went, I, I, I'm really stunned by this one. I don't understand what happened with him. I mean, he was brought up to the main roster, yeah. brought up with a whole big gimmick, kind of pushing him a little bit. You know, they had stuff they were going trying to do with him. him, even during the pandemic stuff. Like it was really Andrade was leading that. He was on that show. Yeah, yeah. he was the face of Raw during the pandemic. Him and Angel Garza. And yeah. then he lost to Garza, and then it was like, that was it. After that tag team fizzled out, like, I feel like, yeah, I don't get it. And after, um, what's her name left? Selena Vega. Yeah. And then he's just been sitting and catering. I know he was hurt for a while, and then they brought him, you know, but he was back. And then, yeah. I'm stunned by it. He was a talented trip, and he... He thanked Regal and he thanked Triple H. He didn't say shit about Vince McMahon. Yeah. So uh, he was definitely somebody that Triple H believed in was like yeah. for, you Vince, know. Vince is not like guys that speak broken English in their promos. Yeah. For whatever reason. Not that they even had him do a lot of promo work before with, with Vega. But I, I've heard that she went to bat for him and they were trying to like kind of pit her against him. And this is all hearsay with everybody yeah. on the dirt sheets. But from what I heard is like they said, well, if you're, um, if you're gonna stand up from like this, then you're not gonna wrestle WrestleMania. And she said, okay, and kind of like, so Charlotte, Charlotte, yeah. And now I hear somewhere that Charlotte's got COVID. Yeah. She posted on her, her Twitter that she's have COVID. She'll be out for a while. Yeah. Which you know. They brought that up this week about her having COVID. Yeah. So. Um, so maybe some time off would be good, but you know they. This is what they do. They treat great talent like shit, and they just don't book them. Like, yeah. we can go into Ricochet. We can go into, yeah. you know... Look at Aster Black. Yeah, Aster Black, TV. yeah. yeah. It, Since he it, got thrown off the roof or whatever. It almost <laughs> feels to me like... Back before NXT was, like, a thing on Wednesdays, and it was big, and it was kind of quiet in the dark, he brought... People would come up, and it, like they would get a little bit. Like, there was guys that Vince let yeah. go. Obviously, McIntyre's an NXT guy, but he was there before. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Owen Zayn. These guys have had careers here and have done things. You know, Finn Balor, you know. At first. At yeah. first. Yeah. But then it kind of feels like now, like, since becoming this stuff now, that 
any of these guys that come up to Triple H and Michaels make a star down there, yeah. Vince is like, all right, I got your star, and then he just kills him. Yeah. Keith mm-hmm. Lee. I mean, you can't say that about Riddle right now. Riddle's United States champion. He is on TV a lot. He has backstage segments. But he's a goober. Yeah, but he's being used, and yeah. I think Vince likes him. And Vince thinks that Vince took the bro gimmick and made him really, really stupid. Yeah. But like, yeah. he's on TV a lot, and he gets a lot of TV time. So yeah, you would be getting that if Vince didn't like you. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's gonna have matches on pay per views. You know. Um, but like, Keith Lee really didn't know what to do with, you know, Ricochet, Ricochet Black, a lot of these different guys he's brought up, you know, I, I don't know. Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode is the perfect example. Yeah. How big of a pot did Bobby Roode get when he showed up in NXT and now he's just tagging with Dolph Ziggler, which isn't bad. Yeah. Like he's a champ, but like, he had championship material written all over. Yeah. He can cut a promo. He can yeah. work as a heel, but they just... I really thought watching Bobby Roode in NXT, like, oh, Bobby Roode's going to be WWE champion Yeah, in a few years. Yep. He's going to be mm-hmm. up here feuding with, with Orton and these guys. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is with Vince McMahon. I, I don't know. I think it's time for him to go. <laughs> it's... But then again, like, they're making so much money, they just made another couple billion dollars off this Peacock deal. and. But, like, you know, I was listening to Jim Cornette's podcast the other day. And he kind of thinks that Vince, like, that there's other people ruining this stuff and he's not really in control anymore. He thinks he has, like, say-so, but he thinks he has all these goofy idea men that pitch this stupid shit and then Vince is just like, okay, he, he said that he thinks Vince is just asleep at the will. But, I don't know, everybody else seems to think the other. Yeah. Anybody else you listen to? I, I mean, we don't know. It's all speculation, but I find it hard right. to believe that the, the controlling monster that Vince McMahon is that we've seen in every other aspect yeah. of pro wrestling since we have, like, our entire lives is now, just now, being the one asleep at the wheel. Because you can see, like I always say, you can see Vince. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when I see Matt Riddle... You see Vince McMahon. ...being so extra goofy, I'm like, Vince finds that funny. Yeah. What if he rode a scooter around the back and just, like, act, said goofy lines? That's good shit. Yeah. I could see him thinking that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Because he's know? got yep. an eight-year-old sense of humor. It's yeah. Yeah. An eighth-grade pot, potty mouth of humor. So, yeah, Andr- Andrade, I mean, right away everybody was like, he's going to be on Dynamite Wednesday. I'm like, I hope he goes back to Mexico for a while. Me too. Yeah, I'm like, they don't have room for Andrade, too. They really don't. I yeah. think he's perfect in New Japan as part of that new uh, the, the United Kingdom or United Empire that they're doing over there. with. Yeah. Uh, he could rejoin LIJ. Yeah. Just a good, a good ROH. is MIJ with fucking Kenny King in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll kind of skip SmackDown and just go right into Fastlane because it's like just build towards that. Um, Brock, what did you think of Fastlane overall? Overall, I thought all of the matches were really good. Yeah. All the outcomes were predictable, but I thought the the level of matches and the competitiveness and like the good storytelling and all that was there. Yeah. But, but it's just a shame that we all knew what the outcomes of all those matches were going to be. Didn't really affect Mania at all. 
No, it never does. Yeah. I wish I'd just kind of scrap it and go back to like a Saturday night main event or something. Yeah, we this, talked about this, that, yeah. this should be this should be total prime time. Trying to sell you. And like Riddle and Ali was good, but we knew Riddle was gonna win and Ali wasn't gonna win. Uh huh. Were you surprised about the retribution turning on him? Yeah. They're no. kind of building that for a little while. Okay. I mean, WWE loves to introduce a group and then instantly break them up. I mean, well, that's only, their thing. They only make tag teams so they can break them up. In a yeah, point. you're only allowed mm-hmm. to be together as like a group or an, or something for a few weeks and then you're on. Like, I'm surprised the Hurt Business lasted a year, but they're already done. You know. And really, if you don't sell shirts in that time, I mean, other than the New Day. It's amazing that the New Day is together this long. Yep. It was together that long. It's really mm-hmm. a testimony. Yeah, it shows... Them and the Shield shows how good they were together for them to make it. Yeah, you know, this because long. yeah, I mean, you get retribution was a total fucking ridiculous joke, you know. So it maybe, could have been so good too. It had so much potential. Yep. Now I would, I would take those stupid outfits off them, and make Dijakovic and Dio Madden a tag team. Yeah. Because they are two big dudes. That's a good-looking tag team. And actually, keep, they can you know, wrestle. keep Retribution. Say, like, this was all Ali's idea. Yeah. Like, we're know, Retribution, yeah. and we're, we're Dijakovic and, and Dio Did you see, He started growing his hair back. Did you notice that? Yeah. Dijakovic. Yeah, you can tell, yeah. And then also, throw what's-his-name in from, from, three, or from THC, whatever the fuck, the Shane. Who's the Shane awesome? Thorne. Shane Thorne. Keep I, him in there with him, too. Yeah. But... Let, uh, let Mia Yim go be Mia Yim. They yes. need more talent in the yeah. women's division on her. Let her be Mia Yim. Hell, bring up Mercedes Martinez and throw them in a tag together and put them on the main roster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not even going to waste time with the women's tag team shit. That was ridiculous. We knew who was going to win there, too. Um, Big E and Apollo was good, but I knew Big E was going to win, even with Apollo's mm-hmm. new gimmick. I mean, and it looks like that's just still continuing. I don't know how many times Big E has to beat him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean... He hasn't even beat him in a non-title match. Yet. I love that Apollo... He's these title shots. Cruz talks with his African accent yeah, now. Yeah, he's just totally... Like, this is the way I always talk. And you can tell it's not. <laughs> yeah. He totally reversed Kofi Kingston. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't love me I like the new gimmick, though. Yeah, and he has a spear Pepper. that he brings to the ring. Yeah. Um, you use that in the, in the match. Yeah, kill somebody. Roman versus Elias is pointless. We knew Strowman... Was, was it not going to fight Shane yet? Braun versus Elias. Yeah, yeah. I want to say Roman. Brock Strowman. Dumb. Um, Knocking more and Rollins had a good match. That was just to set up the whole Cesaro thing with him. Yeah, that, that was probably the match of the night, though. Yeah. Um, Drew and Sheamus had a good match, but I'm tired of watching Drew and Sheamus fight each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now they're friends again, as of Monday. Yeah, <laughs> sort kind of. of. Sort of, kind of. Uh, they had a good match. I mean, he threw him through the screens. Uh, it was a better explosion than the exploding ring in AEW. <laughs> yeah, the explosions worked well and all that stuff. Um, so what we th- what do you think about Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton? Uh, it was a means to an end. I would have rather her transformed into the Fiend since she was doing that transformation stuff. Yeah. Months leading up to this, I think that would have been a good payoff. Was like she I liked that she was trying to kill Randy Orton. <laughs> Dropping lights on him and all this stuff. I um, thought it was good. It was. It made me laugh. What do you think about how the fiend looked when he came out all burned? It was goofy, but it, I mean, it looks cool, kind of. Yeah, it's like 
I don't. Is that like how he's gonna look from now on? Because he's. I don't know how you could wrestle with all that on. Oh, it's gonna be horrible. Because it's like so much makeup and paint and yeah. everything. Like. He's in like a full body suit. Yeah, almost. he's in a full burn body suit. Like, hopefully he heals and snaps back to regular feed. Hopefully Alexa Bliss does it here soon. Cures him, yeah. you know. I like how he came out of the under the ring like it was hell and everything. Everyone knows that the uh, the hell is underneath the wrestling ring. Yeah, <laughs> but only if you go through the apron. But if you go around the if you go around the outside, yeah. then it's where the leprechaun. But is. I mean, this is the only WWE storyline that has had long term booking. Yeah. They've been uh -huh. riding this for a long time. These two have history. Yeah, it's the only match where I'm like, I want to see how this ends. There's, there's yeah. stuff here, you know. I hope it ends the same way it did WrestleMania three years ago, and they have crickets in the ring. And we just see crickets <laughs> on the mat. Um, They're maggots, Ken. Oh, whatever. Then we had Roma versus first, first Daniel Bryan. That was pretty good. I kind of feel like Roma got beat up a lot in that match, though. He did. Well, he tapped out. But the, there was no referee because Stupid Edge is a jerk. Yeah. I, I really of, think that's going to be a four-way now. Who's Somehow. Yeah, I kind of feel it's gonna. They're gonna win it with a four way. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather just see Roman fight Edge, but. Me too. I don't know. Well, Edge can pin Jay, and then he can win the belt, and then. Yeah. Go from there. I just hope this doesn't lead to. I was hoping that, like I want to see Edge win the belt, and lead to. I hope this doesn't somehow lead to Daniel Bryan wins the title at WrestleMania again. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe they're worried about Edge being able to carry this match, so they're throwing in all these other people that can, like, really wrestle. Well, he's they, already... I guess he did just come back again, though. Yeah, he just came his back. His matches with Wharton were good. Yeah. Daniel Bryan is a hell of a competitor, though. I mean, he really can wrestle just about anybody. Mm-hmm. I've never been the biggest fan, but the guy can do a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's believable. So, yeah, that was Fastlane. It was sort of odd, but, you know, these pay-per-views right up against Mania. Well, I enjoyed it, though. I smiled. <laughs> I smiled. That's how we know you enjoyed it. Yep. Uh, then we go to Raw, and we had, uh, again, Raw's format now is whatever match worked the week before, we repeat it, but just in a different time zone. So if Sheamus and Bobby Lashley closed out Raw the night before, then they opened Raw. They did that. Four weeks in a row now with, like, Lashley beating Miz, and then the next week Miz fought Lashley wow. again. Then we have Lashley fight Sheamus on the main event, and then they open the show. Like, whoever, it's just like, well, whatever we started with, we ended it. It's a snake draft. You know, like, no, this isn't, like, what are we doing here? Um, the bet, the, my favorite segment of the night was the Oscar Payne Royce match. I thought it was great. Yeah. I like that they're actually maybe doing something with, Peyton Royce, but I don't know. Did she lose that match, though? She lost she it, but she really had a lot of, like, she wrestled really well. Like, she really took her Asuka to the limit. It wasn't like an de Asuka destroyer like they normally do. Yeah. She almost pinned her several times, right? And then she mm -hmm. she got out of the Asuka lock multiple times. Oh, you know, wow. like, it was, people were like, oh, my gosh, she's going to shock the world here. And then she kind of got caught at the end, and Asuka was, like, stunned by it. So she looked good. Obviously, she's probably not going to beat her right off the bat, but I think this is a good step in the right direction. Whether she can yeah. wrestle, you know, I didn't think she was that good of a wrestler, but yeah, she can wrestle. Oh, yeah. And they need to build that raw women's division. They do. And they added to it in a big way because Rhea Ripley showed up. 
which I'm happy Rhea's there, and I'm happy that Rhea... I'm getting Rhea vs. Oscar at Mania, which I wanted. Yep. But, oh my god, could you give me some story? Nope. Yeah. Now you gotta point at that sign. That's all you gotta worry about. I mean... Yeah. Again, another title match, no story. Yeah. Shows up yep. in the ring, I want your title for Mania. You got it. I accept. You're not ready for Asuka, <laughs> but I accept. And that's what she said. Done. Again, no, she don't have to fight nobody. Yeah. You can't give us two weeks of, well, we're going to have a four-man tournament, and yeah. Rhea Ripley's in it. She's got to be Peyton Royce. You know, why can't Peyton Royce at ringside be like, hey, you know, like, yeah. you got to beat me first, sister, Like, yeah. and then they're going to fight mm-hmm. next week, and then this one's going to fight. You know, Charlotte's out. Fuck the story. Uh, Ripley gets the title shot. If only there was a ranking system in this that they could go <laughs> off of. And then never use. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're totally using. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm again, I'm happy with the end result because Oscar versus Ripley will be good. But, again, lazy fucking booking all over the place. Imagine if Star Wars was just Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader. <laughs> Start the show. All right, here's the final match. It's Luke go. Skywalker going to Darth Vader, points at, points at Alderaan. And then they point to the Death Star, and that's it. That's and then it. they start fighting. That's what it feels like. Um, the Miz set up his whole thing. He's going to... I thought we were going to have a tag match. Now we're not going to have a tag match. It's just the Miz versus Bad Bunny with Priest and Morrison in their corners. At WrestleMania? At WrestleMania. Tag match would have been so much better. Yeah. Well, apparently Bad Bunny is probably doing well enough in his training that they feel that he can carry, can work a match. You know what? I like him. Yeah, I do too. I think he's all right. <laughs> I like him being around. He hasn't done anything to the women yet. Yeah. Snuck up, and sneaking around in the Miz, pissing him off. It's, yeah, it's a WrestleMania gimmick match. It'll He's tra- one of the better celebrity involvements that I can think of. It'll do the same effect, and it'll attract fans. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Um, AJ was out then with his big bodyguard. They're trying to, the New Day's trying to get in his head and make almost not like EJ, AJ. So I don't know if AJ and him are going to win these belts. Maybe uh, uh, almost turns on AJ. Joins the New Day. Yeah. Big O. Big, big O instead of Big E. Instead of the Big E, the Big O. Uh, Drew McIntyre destroyed the Hurt Business. He beat Alexander and Benjamin. And then Bobby Lashley, I think, fi- did he fire them then? I don't know if he fired them or if he's just trying to, like, get someone else to do the job for them. So then he goes backstage, he's like, I'll find someone else that can do the job. You think you're going to find maybe this is a chance to come around a corner and Keith Lee's there, you know, <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Instead, it's all the nope. fucking 24-7 and champion <laughs> bums sitting in a room together with Ricochet. <laughs> with his glasses and hat. Yeah, with his glasses and hat, looking like a <laughs> street performer, magician or something. He's a busker. Yeah. Poor Ricochet, man. Poor fucking Ricochet. He's already had his chance to join the Hurt Business. Yep. He blew it. He did. Um, Then in useless match number two, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke again fought Nia Jackson. Shayna Baszler's so bad. Just so bad. Pointless. Just think, if they would have put those women's tag titles on a show that had a women's division, instead of making their own titles, we'd be free of this. Exactly. Yeah. Um, can't, it's hard to have tag team when you have, only have two women's tag teams on the entire show and they just fight each other and over and over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's bad. It's bad, it's bad, it's bad. And then Braun Strowman beat more people up, and now he's going to fight Shane at WrestleMania and another pointless I'm sports. sure. It's... Yeah. <laughs> um, then the last part, Randy Orton, <laughs> Orton summoned the Fiend, poured gasoline all over him. The Fiend just stood there, let him do it. And then he went to set him on fire, and the Fiend mandible clawed him, and then they beat him up. The best part of all of this, did you hear about Randy Orton's wife? I did. Getting mad about Alexa. Alexa straddled him and beat Randy, yeah. which Randy Orton now has a loss in the record book. Oh, Christ. Had, had, um, has, a, has a pin over... Uh, so in the record books, yeah. Alexa Bliss. Has a pin over yeah. Randy Orton. And she straddled him. She wasn't, like, on his crotch area. She was, like, on his chest. But uh, Kim Morton got mad and was like, you better watch, bitch. Don't make me come to the ring and knock you out. <laughs> like, be mad at Randy. Randy looked like he was all right with it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was unnecessarily sexual, though. Well, this is how they, this is the attitude area. That's how they do it. Just have... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, they don't make... They don't make Alexa's character too over-sexualized. She's covered yeah, up. Her, her That's boobs why I didn't up. think it fit for that. Yeah, yeah, I would have... You didn't really need to pin like that. It was... Yeah, you know. It just didn't fit with what they're doing with her. Right. But she's still doing the goddess gimmick and stuff. I think it would have made more sense. Yeah. Her. That would have been worse, because Kim Morton would have been mad about that. Kim it Morton. is what it is. There are it people is just... I'm sure her being mad is all work, too. <laughs> yeah, she's going to probably be a wrestler soon. All right, so then we had NXT. Um, started off with Zoe Stark and EO versus Gonzalez and Takai. This was good, just building up towards uh, Gonzalez and, and EO. Uh, Gonzalez beat the shit out of her afterwards, which was funny. Um, but, yeah, it was good. Good women. This is women's tag team wrestling right here, as opposed yeah. to that shit that you see on Raw yeah. with main talent people. This was this is actually good shit. Um, Io Shirai's just a bad chick. I mean, she's just legit so good. All four of them in that match are good. And that, that Stark girl, whatever her name is, is so new. Yeah, she's new, but she's good, too. Yeah, How did AEW miss out on her? They miss out on a lot of chicks. And I saw a lot of good women's wrestlers. And then, in a surprise, uh, Bronson Reed beat L.A. Knight in only his second uh, match. Yeah, because L.A. Knight's a fucking turd. <laughs> <laughs> he is the worst. I thought he was okay in this match. I thought the, this was a good match with these two. He looked all right. They went back and forth. But I was glad Bronson Reed won. And you don't need to come in. And, and that guy's been there working hard. He deserves that win over you. You could take a couple losses before they push you, you know. Well, Last week he put LA Knight's jacket on and did a fat guy in a little coat. Yeah, I saw that. Apart, which is great. I like Bronson Reed. He's, he's pretty a, good. He's a, the colossal Bronson Reed. Is yeah, what Ken. That's what they call him. I mean, I'm not fucking talking about him. Um, he's Brodus Clay 2.0. He's going to be shucking and jiving up on the main roster. Somebody call him mama. <laughs> yeah, I hope you have Fox News first. <laughs> um, then he had or Oni Lorcan fuck Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross won. It was all right. I, so did they announce what they're doing with the tag belts? They since they stripped them from they stripped them from them because Danny Burch is hurt. Yeah, it's gonna be out for a while. So they have a triple threat match for the belt at NXT Stand and Deliver. So who's the three tags? It's Imperium, um, Laugato de Fantasma, and then MSK three. And then MSK MST three thousand. Yeah, MS 
Science Theater 3000. Yeah, BSK, whatever they're called. BSK. Yeah. <laughs> All seven members of BSK. Yeah. So it'll be good. Uh, Walter then destroyed Drake Maverick, which was hilarious. Till, um, what's his name come out? Um, Champa come out. Champa looks like a fucking maniac anymore. He's growing his bald head out. Yeah, and it's... Hair's <laughs> on the back. And it looks like he hasn't showered in forever. You know what he looks like? Rick Lincoln. He does. <laughs> and he said he wants his belt. Here's my here's my problem. I like Walter and I like Walter being here being on here on TV getting his natural exposure. But that belt needs to go back to NXT UK and be on that show. It doesn't need to be over here where they're now. Or what do those guys have to deal with over there? I'm fine with it being here with the build up to all the belts should be just on the line in NXT. Stand deliver. Yeah. So whatever belts they have over there, the women's belt, like that, all should be on the line over here. Yeah. So and then send it back. Home. Okay. Walter versus Champa will be good. I like Walter. He's I mean, good. really, does it matter if it's filmed over there or filmed over here? Like, can't they just like I don't know? Like NXT UK doesn't matter. I guess it just depends on how long Walter stays in the states. Yeah, or if he loses the belt to Champa. I don't think Champa should defeat him for that. I think it should be someone... He's had it for 700 days. I think it should be a new star in NXT UK that takes Walter out for that belt instead of just Champa. Can you name one other person in NXT That Dragovich guy. He's their biggest, next biggest star. Dragunov. and Dragunov, whatever, that guy. He's the one that wrestled Balor. and had, He had that great match with uh, Walter in the beginning of the year, or end of last year. Um, Sounds dumb. Get rid of him. No, he's really good, that guy. Small, but he's good. Um, I keep hearing that that's the best WWE show, but nobody watches it. Yeah, they say there's all quality matches on there. I just never know when it's on. It's on at like 3 in the afternoon on Thursdays, I think. Yeah. If you watch it live. Yeah. So they made another women's match. The NXT cha- Women Champions, Tag Team Champions beat Aaliyah. And um, Martinez. Jesse Kamea got hurt, I guess. Yeah. Oh, did she? And that, was, and that was good. Moon and Blackheart retained, of course. Um, Jordan Devlin versus Kushida was really good. That was a really good match. You were probably asleep by that time, right, Brock? Yeah, I was. That was good. Devlin won. Kind of surprised them. And then... Uh, That's because Kushida probably is not signing his contract. And then um, back to New Japan for Kushida, yeah. where people actually care about him, and he'll fight for championships. And then, um, uh, what's his name? Escobar came out, and they put their titles together, and they were like talking about they're going to have that match at Santa Deliver. And then in a cool moment, Shawn Michaels' music hit. He came out, like danced around for the crowd a little bit with his cowboy hat on, you know. Then came down the ring. Slid the ladder out from the bottom of the ring, slid it between the two of them, pointed at them, and was like, and they looked at each other, and they were like, all right, and then, you know, the announcers were like, the guy that renovated the ladder match for the ICML, and all that, and then everyone's just, then they're just playing Shawn Michaels' music. <laughs> then they go to the back, and they're showing, like, the stuff going on in the back with Karrion Cross, and still playing Shawn Michaels' music. <laughs> then they cut to uh, um, Adam Cole walking in. And O'Reilly walking in, still playing Shawn Michaels' music. They're like in the third refrain of Shawn Michaels' music. And then they're like, coming up next, these two meet in a ring, and we're going out to Sexy Boy. I'm like, should they have cut away from this song by now? And the reason they left it on is because 
as it was like ending, Adam Cole's like walking out to the ring. He bumps into Shawn Michaels, and he looks at him. They kind of eye each other up for a minute and stare each other down. And Michaels just like, you know, gives way to him and he walks away. I'm like, all right. So they were going back. Cause I was like, why are they still playing Shawn Michaels? <laughs> but then they went back to. But it was a cool segment that Shawn came out and like. I'm sure that'll be a great ladder match yeah. between those yeah, guys. Yeah, they're still out. And then you had the contract signing with Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, which this match will be good, too. That's on night two of Stand and Deliver. So it's one night Stand and one night Deliver? Yeah. <laughs> Both nights are Stand and Deliver. That's next Wednesday and... Is that next week or the week after? When's WrestleMania? April. Yes. It might be next week. Is it really next week? No. I think it's... Um, oh, all right. Yeah, next week, it's... um. Wait a minute, is it April 4th? No. Maybe. <laughs> the worst wrestling podcast where we know nothing. <laughs> yeah. get, all your, get all your wrestling information. Let's see where it is. It's, it's Saturday, April 10th, and April 11th. Okay, okay, so next week wouldn't, week wouldn't be that. It's the week after that is when they're going to have stand and deliver. Yeah, because they still have matches that they're trying to fill out for it. Mania needs matches for night two because there's, there's really nothing on night two so far. Um, Roman and Edge. Roman and Edge is on night two. And uh, who's the other one? Asuka and um, Ripley's night two. I think. What is Bad Bunny and Miz? It's night one. And uh, McIntyre and Lashley's night one. All right. So that was your WWE for the day, um, for the week. Ratings update. Um, AEW dropped again a little bit, 757. NXT went up a little bit, 678. Um, so not really too good for uh, these shows. There wasn't really anything else going on either. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like you need a little bit of buzz, like the like live crowd. Like I don't, I don't know. I think that they might be hitting a plateau. Do you know what's really bad if you think about it? AEW and NXT are good shows. Yeah. These are good wrestling shows. Probably the two best wrestling shows on during the week, right? Yeah. Raw was a pile of shit. It's the worst. Raw is the worst wrestling show. SmackDown's better. Raw's ratings for Monday was almost 2 million people. They were 1.8, like, 9 something. They were almost 1.9 million. Yeah. NXT and AEW combined don't even equal enough to, to get the Raw viewership. How, what is that? I don't know. Is that just old school people that just go, well, I just always watch Monday Night Raw? Yeah, probably. But why would they still be watching it? I don't know. Well, it's a lot less people than used to watch it. It is a lot less people, but, like... <laughs> What I don't understand is why doesn't everybody that watch you think not everybody that watches Raw? Here's what I think: everybody that watches AEW and watches NXT probably watches Raw too. Most of them. Oh yeah, they're wrestling well, people. I they, don't. You 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 would sometimes though. You know what I mean? Begrudgingly, maybe they watch it and, and shit on it or whatever. But I would say most of them probably. Very well. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I watched it live or recorded. Yeah. But, like, not everyone that watches Raw is watching NXT and watching AEW. Well, clearly. Yeah. I wonder if, if they do, in fact, move NXT to Tuesdays, if you'll see both of those shows improve. 
You, I bet you will. Because they are kind of splitting up the audience, because that's the wrestling fans' night. Yeah. Like, people want to see the good matches on NXT between the up-and-coming guys and stuff, instead yeah. of the same old crap on Raw. And uh, Impact just announced today that they're moving theirs to Thursday night. I don't blame them. So they'll be wrestling on every night of the week now. Yeah, if you watch Impact. Well, I mean, you can. You can watch it for free on Twitch. Yeah, I never. That's another show I never know how to watch. Like, if I don't miss it, <laughs> if I miss it live, like I yeah. thought, like late Tuesday, like, well, let me check out Impact, and I'm like, you can't find it. I you can't watch find it, it anywhere. <laughs> I'm like. All right, I guess I'm not watching you in back. Like, why aren't you on YouTube, at least? Yeah. Like, did anybody watch Dark Elevation this week? No. No. No one did? No. Yeah, I, I didn't see it either. I might get, I don't know. It's just, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of wrestling. There's wrestling every day. Yeah, there's a lot of wrestling. Because really, if you break it down, you can watch Raw, in, let's, Raw, Raw, Impact, NXT, A-Dub, Nothing on Thursday. SmackDown, ROH. ROH again. <laughs> ROH again. For the 80th time. But really, and then whatever pay per views on Sunday. Yeah. When there's a pay per view, it really fills up. Oh, yeah. So. Let's be honest, there's only like two weeks out of the month that doesn't have a pay per view. Yeah. Between all the different companies. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't watch Impact. I, I don't know. I, I watch like the ups and downs for it, and I'm like, I, I don't feel like I miss much. I might watch it when it goes to Thursday, because that should be a good night for them to be like, this is the new, it, like, this should be a time for them to, almost like a, a, a what is it, a, a rebirth. This is their jump-on point. Like, More like an afterbirth. <laughs> exactly. Well, it was supposed to be on Thursdays anyway. That was when it was on for years. Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's the shtick that they were advertising, Impact's going back to their old, time okay. ground. Yeah. and we got Christian Cage on and Sting they could make them cross over to be like old Impact uh, you know yeah. they're both part of the Impact Hall of TNA Hall of Fame yeah all they need is like Bully Ray Kurt Angle and Kurt Angle I wouldn't be surprised if Kurt Angle's not there by the end of the year get Jeff Hardy he'll be there too yep. see a Hardy Boys reunion by the end of the year I mean is he doing anything no, he just loses on Raw every once in a while. It's clean, too. It's clean. All right, so the start of Dynamite, we had the World Championship Eliminator title thing, Eliminator, the match. Seidel and Kenny Omega, what did you think there, Ken? Um, I thought it was good. It was a spot fest. If you're not into that match, you ain't going to like this, but I thought it was good. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I liked some of the spots they were doing. The thing that whatever... You know, Seidel was doing off the top rope and like flipped himself out of the moves. Like, it was very impressive. I also mm -hmm. liked that they put the stipulation so you actually cared about the match. And uh, yeah, and then he still lost, which I was fine with. But like, at least it gave some kind of something, some kind of mm -hmm. something. You know what I mean? Like some, some kind, kind of something. something. <laughs> you two. We both went to singing. What do you um, think about it, Brock? Do you like it? Yeah, I thought it was good. Seidel's yeah. an underrated guy, I think. Yes. The only thing I didn't like about it is, and, and I know is like, good, but, like, I've watched a couple Matt Seidel matches since he's been back, and, like, he didn't do as well. He really took the champion to, the, like, kind of the limit, which I was like, come on, Kenny Omega can't beat this fucking guy. Like, he's 14-2 in 2021. Yes. Yeah, he's 14-2 in one dark. 
But it was good, though. I mean, they're good. You know, Kenny Omega has a hard time having a bad match with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know? Kenny Omega's a weird guy, though. Some of the things that he does and says and the faces that he makes, like, he really is a, an oddball. Did he right? shave his eyebrows? <laughs> he looks weird in the face. Like, he acts weird. I really think, like, if you were around him, you'd be like, this guy's strange. You know, like, he, he's a little bit of a strange dude. Um, so we had that in the beginning. Surprisingly, when this match ended, there was no, there was nothing after. No, Because huh? usually there's shenanigans after. Yeah, but the shenanigans came later in the night. Yeah. So then we moved on to, now, I don't know who Cesar Bonone is. He's on, he's a dark. He's, and he has a crew on dark. Yes, it's him and it's uh, the. Ryan li- Nemeth. Ryan Nemeth and the library guy. Um, okay. It, but he's now the, the hunk. He's That's the, odd. Because well, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Peter Avalon now is like supposed to be like this heartthrob, but it's great because he's real skinny and ugly, laying in a, on like a bed and yeah. all that. And is again, he we, Peter again. Yeah, he's back to Peter Avalon. He's not the librarian. Anymore. We talked about this before, but I I really wish, like, if there's one thing that that AEW should take from the WWE is I don't I didn't watch Dark. I didn't watch Dark Elevation. Just give me a little backstory on Caesar Bonone and his group. You just put that picture. He was on NXT for a while. You put that picture up, and I look at that picture, and I'm like, who are these guys in there with him? Like, are they his, like, is he a team or something? Then I have to have idiot JR explain to me. Those are his friends out there. They're his friends. Those are, like, guys he's friends with, and they're on, like, dark. They're friends together, you know? I'm like, give me a little bit. Give me, like, a just, <laughs> just a quick... Here's Caesar Bonone a little bit. He's on dark. Maybe that would make me want to be like, all right, maybe I'll check that out and see like what's going on with this guy. But like, they never give you that, you know. And uh, of course, I, I, you know, I was glad Hangman took care of him pretty quick because, you know, I love Hangman. So. But for a big guy, that Bonone guy isn't bad. He's not bad. Yeah, he's all right. He's not bad. He's a typical big guy stuck in a weird Italian gimmick. Yeah, it's a weird Italian gimmick, and he makes weird faces. But uh, Hangman took him out good, and, and you know. Hangman, like I said, Hangman's just awesome. I can't wait till they. I was glad they started saying things like Hangman's trying to get back in a title picture. I'm like, yes, give me what I want here. Give me what I want. <laughs> which is what they got to be going for. You know, which we will talk about later in the. Yeah. So we had that. Then uh, Shivani interviewed Britt Baker. It's a good interview. Oh, it was a great promo. Yeah, she cut a good promo. Britt Baker. I like that she made fun of Mick Foley. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> took her one match where it took Mick Foley twenty yeah. years. So all that was good. Um. I just hate Tony, like Tony Schiavone interviews. Like he kind of just kind of saddles up from the announce table, just kind of slurps his way over, and oh, now he's gonna be. He must have interviewed what seven different people last night. Like here's yeah. another interview for Tony Schiavone. Get an interviewer. He, he did not interview Sting though. He did. No, he did. We'll get to we'll Sting. So next you had um, the debut wrestling of the Pinnacle versus the Hollywood Blondes and Dante Martin. Um, I like the pinnacle. I like the I like the entrance. I like the way they come out. I like the tag team. I like the unity they got. I like the teamwork between them. I like that they were calling this trios matches too. Yeah, makes mm-hmm. me think that there might be something on the way. Yeah, because we, we had two trios. We had two trios matches one yep. night, back to back. Yep, and they had two trios matches for next week. already announced. Yeah, that well, AEW. That's their whole thing. Um, so, what do you think of the pinnacle, Brock? I like them. I didn't for a second think that they were going to lose. No, of course not. I think it's time for the inner circle to come back. I mean, Brick Baker was back the next week after what happened to her. Yeah. 
But those guys have been gone three weeks now. They're playing in something big. I actually like that they're gone for a while. I almost would like to see them gone for a bit and then have them come back, screw them over for something. Let's say MJF yeah. gets a title shot or FTR is up for a title shot or something. Then they come out and do something and mess them up. Or if, like, they're all lined up one night to all get, you know, number one contenders matches and they all get laid out and lose because of the interception. Well, MJF said starting next week's on our road to uh, all the belts, the gold and stuff or whatever. Um, stuff that's going to start happening. I liked his, I liked the promo. I think uh, FTR had a good promo. Yeah. Theirs was good. You know, yeah, it was good. Everything was good. I actually don't mind. Especially 80 Horseman. Like yes. Tennessee. Yeah. And yeah. that was good, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. All right. Since since uh, evolution, you haven't seen someone use that like that that what's the word? I'm looking Moxie for? kind of. Well, like, it's that it's that formula. Like, yeah. It's a formula yeah. that really should. Constantly we have money. We're rich. We yeah. dress in suits. We have style. We we're a good. family. Yeah. We look good. Yeah. We're, I just want to see a Pinnacle Golf Balls their logo on their dressing room. Is what okay. I want to see. <laughs> or they throw Pinnacle Golf Balls. <laughs> That's when they turn good. That's what the inner circle should do. Like. All these pinnacle golf balls drop from the ceiling and rain down on them, you know. I also enjoyed, we kind of talked about her match in, on Raw, but, like, so, so Sean Spears is married to Peyton Royce. And for someone on the WWE, like, internet crew said, Peyton Royce went through the pinnacle of the women's division in WWE. And they were like, let's see what you're doing here. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, then you had the Young Bucks and fucking stupid Brandon Cutler, who's the worst, <laughs> who's the absolute worst. Uh, when his entrance with him when he come out. It's it's so funny that the Lucha Bros come out and they got like the Laredo kid with them. Yeah. It's kind of popular and it was like a cool entrance. Um, and then the Young Bucks come out and Brandon Cutler. Now what Pac got hurt. Apparently Pac's hurt. So they instantly pulled Penta from the Cody feud. He's <laughs> off the Cody feud. And he's back here because Penta was all about we want your belts for coming for your belts. Yeah. And I'm like you're not the part of this. <laughs> they must have pulled a change on that. I think so. Which, you know, isn't bad. Then they had their little... They're still doing the tri death triangle symbols, but, like, they have Laredo Kid with them. And I think Laredo just, Kid's awesome. Like, he's, he's just an alternate. Yeah. And he's wrestled with the Lucha Bros before. So. Yeah, and Laredo Kid was also in uh, Lucha Underground a little bit, too. Oh, was he? Yeah. Apparently he's a triple-A... Uh, uh, cruiserweight champion or something. The funny thing about this match, and again, is like Nick Jackson's in the ring and he goes up with, uh, or Matt Jackson's in the ring, he goes up against Ray, and then like Nick, yeah. and then he tagged Nick, and then here comes Penta, and they square off, and they're like, here comes Laredo Kid, here comes Brandon Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, uh, and then it was like, uh. <laughs> I, should, well, I think that was part of the story, too, that yeah. Kenny was doing at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I actually don't think Brandon Cutler was bad in this match. Brandon Cutler sucks. I don't Brandon Cutler is... What did he do wrong? Yeah, exactly. It l doesn't look fluid to me. It, 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 it It's such a difference when you see him, when you see the Bucks do it, and then you see him come in. It looks like a guy, we've said before, is sitting there going, jump, oh, i got to do a flip where I don't need it. Yeah. I'm going to jump on a rope where I don't need it. Like, just wrestle normal. Private party syndrome. Quit trying to show, like, I could climb to the top rope and jump off of it. Like, No. Like, I don't know. He just looks goofy, too. But anyway, uh, the match was good, you know, with, yeah. besides that. And I like that he took the pin. Yes. That's, he's just there to take pins and lose. <laughs> hey, but, he's the Bucks camera guy. Um, again, with the whole thing where, like, then Kenny comes down, attacks the Lucha Bros. Yeah. 
and I'm like, all right, I think the Lucha Bros are kind of heel again. They looked heelish in that match. But then he confronted the Bucks. Um, I like that he made fun of, you want to be with this guy? Yeah. He choose Brandon Cutler over me. I like that he was shitting on them. Well, um, because when he was on their team, they beat them at Fighter Fest. Yeah. It's true. That's the point he was trying to make. Yeah. They chose Brandon Cutler over him. They did. And they did, and, and they're idiots for doing that. Clearly. So that segment was good. What did you think about the interaction with Kenny and the Bucks? Oh, it's great. I thought the fact is like, you got to do it now or you're, you're done. And it's leading to what we want to see. We want to see Hangman with the Bucks. Yeah. We want to see, we want to see the Hung Bucks versus the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega. Yeah, I want to see them getting beat up by the young by the by the by fucking the Good Brothers and Kenny into yeah. that music hit, you yeah. know, and like have to lie and that's like a Stone Cold kind of thing. Yeah. Help them, but not be with them yep. for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, because that's what I think it's going to go down to, which is going to be. Kenny's old nemesis, his old tag team. He'll ride in on a horse. He should. That was awesome when he yeah. rode in that yeah. horse. Uh, on uh, Hunter Horse Helmsley. <laughs> yeah, Hunter Horse Helmsley. Um, so yeah, that was good. Um, the part that we skipped over was um, QT Marshall came out, and I don't know who gives a shit about this. I do. Uh, I, 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 he's tired. This of, is a longer storyline than anything the WWE or anything on Raw has going on. It's other than so the fucking bad. I don't care that he's Cody's friend, so he's getting like segments on. He's been on TV more than Miro has. Yeah. And so then Cody's going to wrestle him next week in an exhibition. Arn's going to be the ref, and Cody won't pin him or even do his thing on him because he's his best friend. And it's gonna he's gonna hurt his arm more. Is this Cody's like new villain is QT Marshall? I mean <laughs> yep. QT Marshall. I, I'm okay with it. At least it's showing some development of these guys that they had wrestling. QT Marshall fucking blows. There's other people on that roster that should be on TV other than QT Marshall. Sorry. And that you sound like you shit yourself. No, it was fine. Um I don't if mind. He, if Cody wasn't his if Brandon Cutler wasn't best friends with the Bucks and QT wasn't best friends with him, these guys wouldn't even be on the fucking roster. That's, End of story. That's professional you, wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it, I don't like it, so it's dumb. Um, <laughs> next, we had um, another backstage segment. There's um, a lot of backstage segments in one. Back what was the other one I, I missed here? So we had Cody's thing where he came out. We had the Murder Hawk Monster talking by himself. Yeah, the Murder Hawk Monster. Which the, doesn't cut a bad promo without Jake the Snake. Not bad, mm. but like again, it's another week in a row of him just complaining and not doing anything. But I really thought he was going to come out at the end of that. Yeah. But he did. Yeah, so you had him. Oh, I know what it was. Christian Cage sitting around talking to the young guys. Yeah. And then um, Kaz came up and started... Frightening Kazarian. So yeah. next week, Christian Cage's in-ring debuts against Kazarian, and he's like, "I know you're not free on. I know you're free on Mondays. Watch <laughs> me on Elevation, huh? You know, I don't know. So you're getting an old TNA match of uh, Christian Cage from eight years ago. From, eight, from <laughs> fucking ten years ago, of thirteen years ago, <laughs> of Cage versus uh, Kazarian for next week." Um, he's gonna be great. I was pleasantly surprised that Ty Conte beat Nyla Rose clean. Me too. And she looks like she's gonna be in line for the, the, the championship. Good. Good. I like Ty Conte. I think she does well. Yeah. You know. She's yeah. good. Very likable character. She's also would be good as a transition champ. Like I could see her winning this belt from Sheena and then her, 
you know, having it for a couple months until Brit or Thunder Rose can take yeah. it. Yeah. So, what happened? Um, Sheeta came down to save her, and then who shut? Oh, and then Matt Hardy is going to let the bunny wrestle because the bunny came down and. Well, can she wrestle. can actually wrestle, yeah. right? And they haven't been using her at all as a wrestler, so she's going to wrestle next week. Her and Nyla Rose versus um, Ty Conte and Sheeta, which hopefully this leads to maybe Ty Conte Sheeta giving her a chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, she's the number one contender officially. The, the, she is. She has the, the number yeah. one on the rankings. The rankings, yeah. Which is good. I like Ty Conte. Yeah, she really impresses me. She was one in NXT that did nothing with. Yeah. She almost joined the Undisputed Era, remember? That's right. Yeah, she's cool. I like her. There so good there. for her. Yeah. Uh, final match, then we had Darby Allen versus John Silver. What did you think about this, bro? I thought it was really good. I actually kind of thought a couple times that John Silver might win. Okay. I liked the match. I thought it was good. I hated Sting coming down. St- yeah. St- they made it seem like the Dark Order was beating up Darby yeah. Allen and Sting need to watch over him. Yeah. And I hate that Sting stood on the apron. Yeah. Or on the entranceway. And then, like, and then JR going over and over. Well, back off him! Give yeah. him some space! Sting's out to try and give him some space. Like, the Dark Order isn't mean. They're yeah, not going to do they anything, do anything to, to, they, to yeah, Darby. They did nothing. They're just standing there. They don't need the bat. I like that Sting had to come out and protect him because what's his name? threw himself in front of the coffin and protected John Silver. Like, yeah. that's a bad thing to do. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense. Like, I, I, I'm annoyed with uh, Sting's it's, it's It's Sting is dumb. Sting's going to turn. He's going to be the new exalted one. I'm fine with it. Give me Joker face Sting and all of them being his goons. Like, the old, well, like... you know what? When I, when I was building up to this match, while I'm watching a Ty Conte match, I'm watching this on rerun, repeat. Obviously, I recorded it. Yeah. And it's later on. It's a couple hours later. I see on Twitter that Sting's trending. So I instantly was like, oh, okay. Like, I'm not going to read what this is. I'm not going to click in the article. But he's trending right now on Twitter, like, number three. So I'm like, maybe he turns and, like, (laughs) something happens here. Or maybe he gets, like, a horrible fall by, like, Archer destroys him or something. I'm like, all right. So I'm sitting there watching this match. It's kind of like... Not even really as much paying attention to the match, but just kind of like, all right, Sting, like, what's going to happen here? And then the show goes off the air, and I'm like, nothing happened. What the <laughs> fuck was he trending for? Then I went back to Twitter, and he wasn't trending anymore, and I couldn't find why anybody was even giving a shit about him. And I'm like, what was that? Yeah, I just annoyed with him like we were. Like, yeah. oh, Sting did nothing again on Dynamite. Yeah. So here's my thing with Darby Allen. I like Darby Allen, but I do not – I think the kid can wrestle – I'm kind of getting tired of this, like, everyone that wrestles Darby Allen fucking destroys Darby Allen, and he can't, he can't die. He's like Wolverine, you can't hurt him. Like, he just gets up from everything. Even though he's 120 pounds soaking wet, yeah. you can't hurt him. But, like, is he allowed to, like, beat somebody? Like, Brian Cage destroyed Darby Allen. He's and, done this his entire career. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not too familiar with his career path and all that, but... I don't yeah. really like it. I don't. It doesn't work for me. Like I would rather just see Darby find a way to win some matches. Like John Silver really kicked the shit out of him in that yeah. match, and I'm impressed with John Silver too. He's a really good. He's talented. Yep. He, he impressed me with the with the work he can do. But Dash like, can do is taught all the forbidden moves of the Chikara Dojo. It's true. Yeah, but I mean Darby that's, Allen. That's the shard. <laughs> Was he the shard? Yeah. Ah. 
don't get it with Darby. It's not really working for me. I don't know. I like Darby. I do too. I just wish he would just be allowed to wrestle a regular match. I don't think this helps. Did you get what's that other wrestling documentary show that used to be on uh, Vice? Not Dark Side of the Ring with the one that, where the guy just did like different indie stuff. There was an episode about Darby Allen, and they, like the promoter like pulled him aside after the match. He's like, "Just slow down." He's like, "Stop." He's like, "Do you want to do this for more than a year?" Yeah. Like they showed the behind the scenes stuff, like trying to get him to slow down and all that stuff. Because he does go and, fucking million miles an hour. Yeah. It gets thrown so hard in the shit, like, like you can't kill him, you can't hurt him. Well, John Silver. He was like hanging off a chandelier or something at this indie show, and he got knocked off. Doesn't surprise me. It's the same guy that threw himself on a body bag and then threw himself off a half pipe for apparently no reason whatsoever. Just, you know. Apparently John Silver seriously dislocated his shoulder. Oh, really? And got a giant knot on the back of his head from falling on the concrete. Oh, wow. So is he going to be out for a while? Yeah, I think he says he's going to be. He'll be around playing back um, you, you didn't see Team Taz at all? You just saw a little promo with them? Well, they're totally going to break up. Yeah, they're totally breaking up already, too. And, uh, I don't know what they'll do there. I don't know. Maybe, the only thing I could hope is that Brian Cage saves Sting from Lance Archer, and then you get Archer versus Cage, maybe. Yeah. You do that, because I don't see how Sting wrestles Lance Archer. He doesn't. <laughs> he's gonna, it's going to be Cage sides with Sting, and then it'll be Sting... And Ricky Starks, it will be Sting and Cage versus Ricky Starks and Murderhawk Monster, just so Ricky Starks can sell for Sting. Yeah, just more selling for Sting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, I said before, I hate the no jacket. I hate just the t-shirt over your football pads. Yeah. And shit. It's, yeah, it's just so fucking weird to me. It's such a weird thing that a grown man's walking around wearing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. does, it reminds me very much of, of the 90s flannel shirts and your favorite band shirt. Yeah, top yeah just over the top of your pads. You yeah. know, it's like, pretty I look back. I, I do my heart And I'm surprised, like, no big show on there. No, He's just on Elevation. Like, I thought he was going to have kind of a wrestling role a little bit, maybe. I think he's going to pick and choose his wrestling roles. I yeah. ended up listening to that Jericho podcast. He's like, I want to wrestle Darby Allen. I was like, why? Like, how's that match going to work? How's that even a fair at all or even works? Yeah. Hey, do you want to watch that match where I wrestle your son, Alex? Yeah. <laughs> you just throw on a little kid until you get, like, rolled up by yeah. accident. Next week we get the uh, Miro arcade match. I can't wait. How big of a debacle was this going to be? Oh, God. Maybe something will explode again. Well, clearly Miro's <laughs> turning on Kip Sabian. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and Kip Sabian's going to take the pin. Yeah, we can clearly see that that's going to happen. Yeah. Orange Cassidy or Chuck will get a pin. Yeah. And they'll move on. Yeah. They'll move on from that. Hopefully. Um, yeah, I don't know. What else was next week? Um, they have a bunch of stuff announced, but nothing. You have another trios match. Kenny and the... And the, the Good Brothers versus Laredo Kid and the... Against the Lucha, Lucha Bros. Cause the like, Lucha. Again, whose heels, whose faces. They yeah. kind of go back and forth with that. The Lucha Bros took out Kenny. Yeah. And no one helped him. <laughs> now, I think on Impact, they did a segment where, like, the Good Brothers were, like, worried that Kenny didn't like him anymore and they couldn't find him. Kenny didn't tell him that he was out in the ring and they were looking for him. I'm like, what are they, what's that? I don't know. 
Yeah, I know. What? I have to piss. Alright. <laughs> well, take yeah, us out. We'll See you right. in the show. Alright, everyone, please like, share, subscribe, and like, tell your friends. <laughs> please re review us on uh, your favorite podcast. Ken's gotta Catcher. pee. Yep. It's wrap it up. Wrap it up. See you next week. Later. <laughs>